As you drive over there, you would all be familiar with Olive Blakely. She is, I mean, what, a couple of you are like 14, aren't you? Oh, yeah. So you're probably like freshman in high school. Yeah. She's probably like a sophomore, a little bit older. She's like one of the one of the cool kids that she's like pretty she's nice though. She's not like snooty or anything, but she comes from money. She's popular, everybody likes her. And uh so she's had parties at her house, so you'd all know where her house is, uh, as well as the uh, the rough layout of her house, just from having been to parties there. Well, probably not an eight year old. You would not have been there. <laughs> this is news to this is news to you, Sammy. <laughs> but you do know of Olive, and you're like, oh my, my god, my brother's gone to the parties. You were, oh yeah. So as you approach the house, uh, it's like a, it's like a large, kind of like a colonial or not colonial. Man, what is the word I'm looking for? Like a plant plantation Georgian style? style house. Georgian. Okay, yeah, that's sort of like the pillars where it's symmetrical. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's sort of like the White House, but yep. not that nice. <laughs> not that big. <laughs> not that big. No, but it's a, it's a big house. With lots and lots of room. You would know the bedrooms are all up on the second floor. The lot of living room, kitchen, everything on the main level. The, there's a, it's decorated cl- in a classy way with Christmas lights. You can see a big Christmas tree on the window, through the window in the living room. But it appears the actual like house lights are off and everybody's in bed. Hey, hey, Sammy. You want me to try throwing a snowball at the window? Yeah, I was going to suggest it, but just carefully don't like break anything jammy has the bb gun ready in case he needs to shoot the window too no promises sammy you're throwing at the window yeah don't roll a one wait which window are you throwing at what window the one that he tells me is uh olive's room uh, olive's room okay olive's room it's a 10 a 10 i rolled a six but yeah your 10 beats me uh so you toss a snowball up and it hits the window with a with a satisfying thunk and nothing happens immediately. Do it. Can you do it again? Let's do another one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm ready. <laughs> okay, you can try it again. That's an 11. Yeah, beats my four. <laughs> uh, yeah, you peg another snowball right up there and just it, it sticks to the window. The window is now mostly covered with snow, <laughs> but you see a lamp turn on in the room. A figure, you can just barely see like a figure's outline at the window. And they kind of, it kind of, it's one of those that like opens outward. So the window opens outward. The snow falls. And are you hold, are you standing there holding a snowball? Ready to get ready to throw another one. Do you throw it? No. Okay. Does Does Ryan have a boombox? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so if it is all of that I see up there, I'm immediately gonna freeze. I I don't know what to say or do now. I'm just stunned. Yeah. Olive Blakely opens the window. She is probably like 15 years old. She's got dark skin, long dark hair. That's kind of frizzy and unkept because she was asleep, you know, just flannel pajamas, that sort of thing. And as as she opens the, opens the window, she looks down, sees the four of you, sees Sammy holding a snowball poised to throw, and she and, and <laughs> Jamie holding a gun, a BB gun, and she. Hi, my up. name's Sammy, and uh, we need to talk to you. She goes. Ah! And slams the window closed. <laughs> but the light remains on. Throw another snowball. <laughs> <laughs> you throw another, so Ryan, you're just frozen? Yep, yep. I'm just locked in place. I, I am completely overwhelmed by this. Seven. Uh, yeah, that beats my one. Yeah, you hit it <laughs> with a snowball f- again. <laughs> <laughs> my face is bright red. <laughs> Olive! Oh, Olive! <laughs> you're young. <yeah. laughs> Olive! The window cracks open a little bit, 
And she looks down. She doesn't really, she doesn't know, she wouldn't know Sammy. And name's Sammy? She probably wouldn't recognize Jamie either, since you're a little bit younger. But she would recognize Blake and Ryan. And she looked down and be like, Blake? Ryan? What are you doing here? Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. What are you doing here? <laughs> I'm a new so, Sammy and we need to talk to you. Who are you? Sammy, no, no, uh, you just said. We... Yeah, uh, so something's going on. There's Sorry, a lot need... of crazy stuff that you probably wouldn't believe. Yeah. But we may need keys to get to the mall. What? Well, we just need to get on top of the mall. It's important. Like the clock tower. We're What's running so out of important time. that you interrupt me on Christmas Eve in I, the middle of the night? I just hold up the egg. <laughs> a gingerbread man gave us this egg and told us we need to go to the top of the clock tower before dawn. And we stole a police car and we need to get and up there. And some men were chasing us. And, and Ryan loves you. <laughs> and you, can, you, can feel the, you can feel the silence after that. Uh, she kind of runs her fingers through her hair. She she looks at Ryan and then quickly looks away. You're welcome. Um, and says, "This sounds like we're gonna need some cocoa. Come on." And she just gestures like she expects you to come in the second floor window. There is a tree nearby. I got you. Uh, <laughs> ooh, ooh, I can jump, fly through the air. The... <laughs> you, you wanna, yeah, you can, can't you? Yeah, I'll try to climb up the tree, then flying, jumping into the window that way. Okay, yeah. Go ahead. Cool. That's a six. That'll do. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. You successfully, it, you leap farther than should really be possible for your size. Like, this is the farthest you've ever jumped before. And you just easily leap right in through the window. She's actually very surprised. She's very startled when you just land in there. Say, ah, what? How did you get up here so quickly? Uh, practice. Uh, like, okay. Uh, well, I'm... look. Don't leave this room. Don't touch anything. I'll be right back. And she like puts on a she like puts on a robe and goes out to get some cocoa. I like put my hands up in the air. Then instead of looking around, I'm like ah, girls' room, and cover my eyes. <laughs> okay, the other three. Yeah, I, I'm not doing that. Now I'd rather go in the front door. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> Can we check so outwards? Yeah, go. I'm climbing the tree. Going up to the door to, to tap quietly at it. Okay. Okay, so Sammy, you're climbing the tree? Yeah. Let's do that first. Four. <laughs> Roll double ones. Uh, yeah, you successfully get up to the top of the tree. Uh, it looks like you're going to fall at one point, but you make it in. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll help him in, too. Yeah, yeah that helps. Yeah, yeah, that helps that you get him in there. So, Ryan and uh, Jamie, you go to the front door. Yeah. And knock quietly. Yep. R- ring the doorbell. No. Nope. <laughs> Just <laughs> knock quietly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hit the door with the butt of my BB gun. You knock, yeah, you knock quietly, <laughs> and nothing happens for a little bit, but you stick it out, and finally you see her peek around from the kitchen, and she's like, oh, shoot, they came to the front door. You kind of see that go through her mind, and she, she carefully, like, she quietly kind of tiptoes through and unlocks the door and says, come on, come on. I stand behind Ryan, so he's the only thing she sees. And I'm trying to stand behind you. <laughs> okay, yeah. Oh, hi. Would you think in the girls' room that would be interesting to look at? I, I go from covering my own eyes to covering uh, Sammy's eyes. Like, I don't know, you're too young. <laughs> I, I've seen movies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what movies? <laughs> so, Ryan and uh, Jamie, you join Olive in the kitchen. And she says, here, carry these up. And she hands you each two mugs of cocoa. 
Okay. Thanks. And she has one herself uh, and leads you upstairs. She she is very careful as she goes. She's like, skip that step. It creaks. Don't step right there. That floor, that, that floor squeaky. Uh, and she leads you to her room where the now five of you are all gathered with cocoa in hand. And she says, I'm like smelling her perfume or whatever. Put that down. That's really expensive. Why? Because it smells good. That's okay. Sammy, I told you not to mess with stuff. <laughs> I was just curious. Look, you come to my house in the middle of the night on Christmas Eve, breaking and entering, throwing snowballs, and talking about running from the police. What is going on here? Technically, we're yes. going to break or enter. You invited us yeah, in. Yeah, you invited us in. Would the egg have glowed at all when we were jumping through the, into the window? No. No. Okay. So we have this and point to the egg. And we need to get it to the top of the clock tower at the mall. And because the gingerbread man you, told you us have to. the key. Yes, Emmy. So can can we get the key? You you can come with us if if that makes you feel better. What is this? She reaches out wait. to take to take the egg. Wait, wait. It's an egg the size of a basketball. <laughs> <laughs> wait, we we think it's an egg, but we don't know. It glows from time to time. We don't know what's up with it, and it gets really hot too. I don't know. It's probably gonna hatch soon. It would can need I, to get up high. Can I see it? Or can I touch it? I un. Unwrap the the coats that we put on top of the egg and it holding lo- it still. <laughs> it looks very, very cracked. At this point, like pieces of the shell have fallen off, revealing just the oh. membrane below. Um, yeah, we gotta hurry. She reaches out to take it and she kind of looks it over like she's studying it and she's like, seems familiar. I'll be right back. And you take the egg? No, she hands it back. Okay. She goes downstairs, is gone for just a minute, and comes back up with a book. Um, a book about dragons. <gasps> Perfect timing. <laughs> <laughs> you would all be aware that Olive and the Blakely family are elves, and the elves used to have a very close relationship with the dragons back in the day, so they would have the most knowledge about dragony things. So she brings back a book about dragons, uh, and she starts flipping through it, and she's like looking at the egg and kind of touching it, and as she does, the egg glows, uh, and it feels warm, it's just this beautiful golden light, and it cracks, and it cracks again, and finally it hatches. I swear, oh, if she no. becomes a dragon rider, I will kill you. <laughs> <laughs> out- this is my dream. Do not take this away from me. <laughs> out of the egg comes a very adorable creature. It is a dragon, but more in the eastern sense than the western sense. It's long, kind of a weasel-like body, kind of shorter legs. It's got... Uh, an almost dog-like face with, like, what looks like a beard of fur and, like, a mane of fur. It It's white throughout, like, white and silver. And its horns, it's got horns on each side, but they look more like antlers, almost like a seven-branch sword sort of thing that go up. And it comes out, and it's basically just panting like a dog. <laughs> and it looks really happy to be there. Dragon! Jamie, look! <laughs> it's a Dragon! I throw my BB down on the ground and just hug it. Uh, it basically jumps up on you and like starts licking your face. <laughs> this is the best day of my life. Can I roll to be dragon friend? Yes, you can. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at the ceiling, trying not to see the, the wetness in my eyes. <laughs> just, is this just to do anything? Yeah, do anything if you don't have a relevant thing. Six. Nice. I rolled a one. 
as as it licks you and you start bonding with it, it glows the same golden warm light, and you become a dragon friend too. You literally have no idea how make how happy this makes Seth. <laughs> Olive is just like wide eyed and stunned. Like, where is, you got a dragon egg from a gingerbread man? From a gingerbread man chased by trash griffins before the cop car. Yeah, yeah. Before the cop car, what kind of mess did you get me into? Nothing. You open the door. I'll write a song about you when I make a band. You have a band. I will. <laughs> Still missing some members. By but... himself. Doesn't sound like much of a band. It's yeah, so time's wasting. Yeah, we, we got to get there. Look, okay. She flips through a book a little more and then holds up a page that shows an adult version of this same dragon drawn in there. And she says, this is a wish dragon. These were supposed to have gone extinct a very long time ago, like hundreds of years ago. Nothing like this has been seen in centuries Apparently, they're supposed to have the power to grant wishes. It already did. And they start crying again. <laughs> so can we just, like, wish to go to the top of the clock tower then? I don't know. It's worth a try. <laughs> I wish I wish with all my heart <laughs> to fly, fly with, with dragons, dragons in a land apart. <laughs> well, Riot, do you want to wish that Olive loves you back? <laughs> she visibly blushes. Like, let's Let's focus on the dragon. <laughs> It can do anything. I, Jamie. I, I just whispered to Jamie, like, I think that doesn't need to wish for that. Oh. Uh, yeah. So cute. I think Otto should wish that her powdered sugar would taste better. And he's holding some of her makeup and was like, has some around his mouth <laughs> like he was eating it. Put that down. What are you? And she like, she like gets it out of your hand. She's like, come on. We got to go get you some water. And, and, and she just leads you out like to go get cleaned up. Uh, leaving the three, leaving three of you in the room with the dragon. Ryan, in all your uh, video games, how do you how do you make a wish happen? Uh, this is not like any video game I've ever played. It's this is way bigger. I I don't know how. Um, can we look at the book? Yes. Can I use my looking for things book skill? Sure, <laughs> you can use your looking for things skill to read a book. Seven. I actually rolled a six. So you can tell, I mean, the information you learn about wish dragons is that they're supposed to be able to grant wishes. They don't have, I mean, dragons don't have a language in the same way that humans do. It's more of an emotional connection. So basically they feed off people's emotional or mental state and then bring reality out of that. It's how it's supposed to work. So apparently, according to this book, we just have to want it hard enough and feel it. And I know from all the movies we've watched that love is the strongest emotion. So, Ryan, since you love Olive, do you think you could wish that? Uh, you're embarrassing me, man. She's not here. I know, but you keep talking about it, so... Um, Isn't it better yeah, just I, to share your emotions? That's what my dad always says. He's a therapist. Uh, I guess, but this is so difficult. So yeah, let me let me try and wish. Uh, what wish did I wish for so I get it right? The wish that all six of us were on top of the clock tower. Okay, I, I don't know how to do this, but let's see. Let, I, here, I grab your hand, and then I grab Blake's hand, then I grab Jamie's hand. <laughs>
<laughs> close my eyes real hard. Dragon, we wish that all of us, including you, would be at the mall in the clock tower right now. You're standing there with your eyes closed, squeezing hands, and you don't you don't feel like anything has happened. Eventually you open your eyes and the dragon is staring at you, Ryan, very concentrated looking, as if he's thinking real hard, trying to focus, and then he poops on the floor. <laughs> oh. Sammy walks back into the room. <laughs> you guys look really stupid right now. <laughs> Uh, and uh, Olive follows Olive follows right behind it. What is going on in here? Uh, what the, is that on the floor? The dragon just pooped on the floor. And they're uh, holding hands. <laughs> I don't know doing what. It's kind of weird. Yeah. I've seen movies. Well, <laughs> well we just kind of wished that that we were going to be at the clock tower, but then it kind of didn't work. Yeah, maybe he's not old enough or something. So, Olive, do, do you have the key? Okay. Look. We can get the key, but one of you is going to clean up this mess. No, it goes. Sammy. <laughs> oh, I'll do it. Oh, I'll help you, Blake. Or I'll help you, Ryan. Hey, do you want to try this powdered sugar I found? <laughs> <laughs> Look, okay. Sammy, I just took you down to the kitchen. Saw where the utility closet was. Yeah. Take Blake, take Jamie down there, get some stuff to clean this up. The key box is just inside the door there. I don't know what the key looks like, but my mom's usually pretty good at labeling them. Okay. Okay, boys, let's go and leave these two alone. <laughs> I don't get it. So the three of you head downstairs, and Olive just kind of sits down on her bed and doesn't make eye contact, Ryan. Uh, yeah, I'm fidgeting. <laughs> Very uh, awkward. Af- after a few uh, awkward moments, she says, is this, is this all for real? You're not messing with me. I, no, uh, yes, it's all for real. Um, this was supposed to be a quiet night, you know, looking forward to, you know, presents and stuff. And we're out running around. There's people chasing us in the streets and cars and stuff. And People chasing you in the streets? Yeah. It, there was a car and it had like a bunch of people in it. And then they chased us. We split up and they still chased us. And then uh, that's why we had to take the... A police car. You s- took a police car? Well, yeah, we we told you that already. Sorry, it's just it's a lot to <laughs> no, take in. No, I they they did it before I could say anything. So, I mean, uh, and maybe may, maybe we won't get in trouble. What are these? Your younger brothers or something? Oh, my cousins, my my cousins. Yeah, they're they're good kids. It's just and Sammy they, <laughs> and Sammy. They're good kids, but they just. Do stuff without it thinking first sometimes. I don't know. I mean, I've seen you at the mall a lot. I didn't think you had this kind of adventure in you. Well, yeah, it, I guess. You know, it's playing all those games and stuff. You know, you kind of hope for fun things to happen. I'll remember this night, that's for sure. I think we probably all will. Um. Uh, yeah, uh, so... um. I, I guess we just need to get there and, and get this over with so that we can maybe try and get back home before anyone notices we're gone. Okay. But if you're taking my key, I'm coming with you to make sure nothing else crazy happens. That sounds really good, Olive. Uh, and at that moment, the three of you walk in. You've got some cleaning supplies. You found the appropriate key. Um, you clean up the mess. 
go out the front door? Yeah, make sure you got everything. Got the dragon. I'm going to hold the dragon. Okay. Good, good, good job. Just climb down the tree. Olive kind of looks at you holding the dragon and she says, so does he have a name? I don't think so. I don't know. Um, hey, buddy, do you have a name? He licks your face. <gasps> Licky. That is a, a terrible, terrible name. Terrible name. <laughs> well, <Alfonso>. Lucky. Alfonso. <laughs> Not an even worse name. Uh, what was that? Lucky. It's kind of like Licky, but he also, I mean, he's a wish, so he brings good luck. Okay, watch out for that floorboard. Don't step on that third step. And Olive carefully leads you out of the house through the front door. She carefully and quietly locks up behind her. So do you guys want to just walk over? Yeah. Yeah, this sounds great. As you approach, you notice in the front, you're kind of coming up from the side towards the back of the mall. You can see in the parking lot in the front, there are actually more police cars. And your police car seems to have been found empty. So they they know that someone is around here. Maybe we can go on another side door or something. Let's sneak. Let's sneak. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I yell really loudly. <laughs> you make your way to a side door. Uh, and Olive takes the key and unlocks it, and it unlocks it first try, and you all enter a dark and empty mall. What do you see when you go in the mall? Nothing, because it's dark and empty. Okay, what is in the mall? <laughs> uh, where we come in, there's a there's a fountain that's been turned off overnight, so it's not going, but there's water in the pool. Uh, there's you know some plants that have been planted around it, and then this is the Macy's section. So there's the the main Macy's store there. And then so there's a KB Toys and uh, a Books a Million. KB Toys, man. <laughs> that was, yeah. My mom would go to JCPenney and I'd be like, hey, can I go to the toy store? Good time. Yep. Yeah. So you're in like the department store area through the Macy's entrance and you kind of, you start working your way through. It feels natural to be kind of quiet as you go. I mean, it, it's it's darkened and it's fortunate that you move kind of quietly because before long, you hear a voice talking in a radio saying, no, I haven't seen anybody over here in this section yet. Hey, everybody, get over here. Ryan, how do we get to the clock tower? Um, we have to go across here, and then there's a door that leads to the steps that go all the way up. Um, Olive pipes in and says, that will get you pretty high, but didn't you say you needed to get to the highest point? Yeah, yeah. So we'll actually have to go not into the clock tower itself. We'll have to go across the arcade. There's a service entrance for the maintenance guys that'll lead onto the roof. From there, we can get to the actual top on the outside of the clock tower. Of course, yeah. It's a good thing you're here. Yes. So can you lead us? Uh, yeah, Ryan will follow you I anywhere. Yes, but <laughs> she, she kind of hesitates. She's like, I'm not used to sneaking around. I don't know if I'm the best person. I mean, there's people here looking for you. I can get us the right direction. I know the arcade, so I guess I can lead us through there. But after that, I don't know the way because I've only ever just been in the arcade. Well, Sir Thunder says next to the arcade, you said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, let's get through the arcade first, then we'll see what what there is. Okay, yeah, you guys kind of move. Everybody give me some kind of sneaking roll. Three. Six. Two. <laughs> I rolled a six. So everybody except Seth fails and gets experience. Ooh. Keep forgetting to say that. So you start walking and 
you go through and you notice the guy on the radio again, but something fishy stands out to you. He doesn't have a flashlight. He's not announcing his presence or anything. This does not seem like a police officer. You can't tell for sure in the dark, but you know the figure is up there and you kind of, Sammy kind of trips and knocks into Blake, who knocks into Ryan, who knocks into Olive, and you just kind of all collapse uh, in like one of those clothing racks. And Jamie is just left standing over everyone. Shh, quiet. <laughs> you, it, um, you more than see, you feel the person's head snap towards you looking your direction. Uh, and then you hear quietly, he says on the radio, Hey, I think I got something here in the department store. Quiet, Paul Blart is out and about. <laughs> <laughs> Can I use an experience to gain a skill from me failing just then? As long as it's related to the action. I want to be, I want to be distraction. Can I also use a XP to get a skill that's being loud? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Baseball mind and I, I was just going to pick up something and throw it in the opposite direction. Okay. So, as this happens, you guys gain that skill. Lucky the dragon glows brightly <laughs> twice, and you hear footsteps moving more quickly in your direction. And this guy is very close to you. I think we split up. I'll get the police. What? No, we don't want them. <laughs> but no. We'll say we, we were captured by these guys in the mall, and we escaped. Oh, okay. Well, you guys go with the egg. I start booking it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, I, I who follow does Olive and Ryan, wherever they go. So, Ryan, yep. Olive, and Jamie, you go where? Uh, heading through the arcade, and then going through it to the service entrance. Okay. And we we'll go into Blake the and police. Are, we're we're going to make a be loud enough to try to get the police to come to the door we just came entered through <laughs> so you're trying to get the attention of this guy as well yeah oh yeah go ahead and roll your distraction or being loud eight uh seven ah you both beat my six you very easily get his attention and he starts chasing you and you can see that this is he's just like an adult human so he, he's pretty good he's pretty good size but he follows you and he starts okay. chasing you uh, and he's pretty fast but i'm 14 <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever chased after teenagers or the... So he starts chasing after you. Not a teenager. He starts chasing after you. Are you headed back towards the door you came in? Or there's an escalator that goes up to another floor? My thought would be going to the door that we had just came from. If Sammy I was, was thinking going to the front. Like we can split up. <laughs> to go to the food court. Okay. That's always the front entrance. Are you guys going to split up? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, then both of you roll again to see who he follows. So if you're trying to get it, so you're being loud or distraction or whatever. If you, whoever has the higher roll, he'll follow. Seven. I got a three. <laughs> All right. He follows Blake. So Blake, he chases you. That's probably better because you're faster. A little bit faster and I can make it to the door. I know where I'm going at least since we just came from that direction. Like as I just kind of push the door open, or I guess, did we lock the door behind us? No, probably not. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, I would just like try to push the door open be like, please help, help, please help me. <laughs> trying to get, like, the police calling them over to this side of the building as well, too. Okay. Away from the arcade side as well. Yeah. Okay. Sammy, you running across to the main entrance? I don't know where it is, but I'm hoping I find it. <laughs> yeah, you run through a food court. You run across. As you get to the food court, you see two other adults that are clearly not policemen. Is it All a right. polar bear and a goblin? One is a human, one is a goblin. I'm going through the door. Okay. Go ahead and give me some kind of roll to... They see you coming. Unless you're trying to be sneaky. Nope. They see you coming. Uh, and the goblin says, Get him! 
written for the door. I'm going to try and use my healing third to get to the door. Okay. You're running towards the door. The other guy kind of runs from an angle to intercept you, and you slide directly under him to steal third. You slide to steal third. I rolled a flipping ten. Man. Does that Let's go. go up now, or do I make a new You steal? get a new thing. Deal home. <laughs> stealing fourth. Home run. <laughs> I like stealing fourth better. <laughs> Not a term. Oh, you, so he, he makes a lunge at you, reaching to grab you, and you slide directly underneath him. You like give him a high five as you go under. Can I do the the, the action when you do when you're stealing home where you knock them over? Like, you know, you knock the catcher over. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. I want to bowl through him. Cleats first. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you bowl through him and just crash through the door as well. You crash through the main entrance and several police turn their heads. You can see a few police running around to the side of the building where you entered and the rest of the police turn to look at you. I'm going to start crying. These men are trying to hurt me and they told me to come to the mall for some weird reason and steal a police car. <laughs> All right. So specific. <laughs> <laughs> the police run towards you. Ryan, Jamie, and Olive. You start running through the arcade and Ryan, you're familiar with this area, aren't you? Oh yeah. What's your what's your game of choice? Rampage. Old school. That's that's like giant monsters, right? Yeah. Yeah. Throwing the city. Yep. Yeah. That's right. Yep. Yep. In fact, my score is right at the top of the uh the display of the screen as we go by it. Nice. Do you point it out? Oh yeah. Yeah, so uh we, we go by that, pass by Gauntlet, and then uh head over to the service entrance. Uh as you do that, you see playing Galaga right by the service entrance is a large polar bear. Oh no. Arms up again. Stop. Look, there's a polar bear. I see him. He's big. That does not look like a police officer. It's not. That was one of them. The, he was driving the car that was chasing us outside. Ryan, challenge him to who can be a better score at Galaga. That always works in a movie. <laughs> yeah, challenge him. totally. Uh, yeah, uh, that makes absolute sense. Let's do it. Hey, big bear guy. I'll challenge you to a game. If I win, we get to go through the door. He slowly turns. Uh, or actually, as you down here, as you speak, um, he he loses his last life, and and the little game over screen pops up, and he slowly turns to look at you. You yell down here, and he looks down at you. Give me a roll to persuade him. One. <laughs> <laughs> can I use my experience points for him? I mean, he can use an experience to make a skill, but it won't make the oh. roll succeed. Dang it. Yeah. Yeah. If you have experience, you can get a new skill. But yeah, uh, are you the only one that stepped out? Are are you still hiding, Jamie? Oh no, I'm hiding. I have my I have lucky. The polar bear turns and looks down at you and says, "Well, weren't you the one on the four wheeler earlier? What happened to that egg you had?" Oh, we don't have an egg. Uh, he takes a step towards you. He reaches out like he's going to grab you, and I, I shrink back. Okay. Do I have my BB gun still, or did I leave it at? You can have your baby gun. I I put down Lucky, and I shoot the polar bear with a repelling shot. Okay. Nice. Get him. Just as he starts to grab at Ryan's jacket, you fire your BB gun. Six total. Snake eyes. Ooh, nice. Uh, hey. You peg him with the BB gun and send him crashing back, knocking over Mrs. Pac-Man. Yes. Uh, 
Stupid game. <laughs> nice shot. He's down for a second, but it looks like he's kind of yep. He's kind of starting to get back up already. Quick, go. Hey, yep, yep. Push, push this uh, game. Let's push it over on him. You can both give me a roll, uh, and you can add yours together. If you have a relevant skill, that's fine. Four. Uh, two. I rolled an 11. So you start tipping it over, and indeed, you do tip it over, but he kind of puts his arm up and just with one arm pushes it back up to a standing position and says, You better treat Dig Dug with a little more respect. Sorry. <laughs> uh, what about this? And I reach in my pocket and throw a bunch of quarters down the aisle. <laughs> Pockets the hand. <laughs> go, go ahead and roll it. Yeah. I think he's going to be caught off guard. I got a five. That'll do. I also rolled a five. Yeah, you throw quarters. You like you're just throwing them to distract him. Yeah, yep. yeah. You throw him. He turns and looks, and you have an opportunity to get past. Let's go. You run past. Olive pulls out the master key and opens the the door to the service area, and the three of you pile in. She pulls it shut and locks it behind you, and you hear this a slam into the door on the other side. Go, go. Let's get up the stairs. As you start running up the stairs, you hear more voices gathering down below. And one of them, a shrill, higher-pitched voice saying, What do you mean you let him get away? So, let's take a look back outside, where Sammy and Blake are now joined with the police, who have arrested both of the individuals that were chasing you. And the police captain, the police captain asks you, he's like, So, what are you two boys doing mixed up in this? We were like celebrating Christmas together, but then these pe- these bad men just showed up at our house, and they were just trying to make us do all this crazy stuff, like take, steal a police car, and like it was all crazy. Like our other friends are still in there. Like we we gotta help them. There's more in there. I believe you that there's more in there, but I saw only children stealing that police car. There was nobody else around. Is this the officer that was actually there? It is. No. <laughs> I'm just going to cry and start speaking incoherently. <laughs> Look, kid. Come on, kid. Just, just calm down. Look, we're going to get you home to your parents, okay? Let's just, let's get in the car. I'll take you home. I want to book it back into the mall. All right. I'll, like, seeing him doing that, I'm just going to take suit after him. All right, go ahead and give me a roll. I'm stealing home. You're stealing home. <laughs> Five. Could I say that I made a leap to follow? <laughs> yes. <laughs> fly through the you air. You want to fly through the air? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> That's a seven. <laughs> you both make a move at basically the same time. Blake, you leap through the air going mm-hmm. high. And Sammy, you go low trying to steal home. But he manages to grab a hold of your collar. Failed just below his go, roll Blake, as you go. go. <laughs> I'll just keep running. Okay. You run back into the mall. Sammy, do you want to do anything else? I want to curl up into a ball and cry. You are surrounded by snow. And throw snowballs. <laughs> <laughs> While you're crying? Yeah. <laughs> throw a snowball in his face? Yeah. Go ahead and roll it. Eight. That'll do. He grabs you by the collar. You yell for Blake to go. And then you scoop up a fistful of snow and shove it right in his face. Uh, and he lets go sputtering uh, as he stumbles back. And I run after Blake. Face. All right. The two of you run into the building. Ryan and Jamie, Jamie and Olive, you make your way up the stairs. And then there's like a, a hatch at the roof 
that leads you out onto the roof. Uh, and as you get out there, you see you you arrive on the roof just in time to see Sammy and Blake running back in the main entrance. Oh, good! They're distracting them. Yeah, yeah, they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. Uh, so are we at the top? Is there more? You're on the top of the mall, and now basically there's a tower that goes up, uh, and there's a little service ladder. I run for the ladder, and I just start climbing. Uh, Ryan. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is really high. Um, I don't, I don't want to go up. You don't have to go. You just stay here. Okay. Here, take Lucky. Uh, yeah, here. I'll just put him around my neck. If you see anything, just yell, and we'll come down as quick as we can. Okay. I got my trusty BB gun. And I start pumping it. Okay. <laughs> Ryan, you start climbing up. You climb and climb. Olive is behind you as well, as the two of you just climb to the top. And you reach the top, and you can begin to see just the first lights of dawn approaching over the horizon. You, you reach the, the vantage point on the top, and you hear a voice yell down from below. Well, well, well. Looks like you don't have anywhere else to go, dragon boy. And you look down to see your three relatives and neighbors, Sammy, Blake, and Jamie, in the clutches of the goblin, the bear, and his two remaining henchmen. <laughs> Ryan, run! I stop on the ladder and I ease the dragon off of my neck and hand it down to Olive, who is right, right with me. And I say, "You go on up, get him up as high as you can. I need to go back and help." What are you gonna do? I don't know, but I've got to do something. And I start climbing down the ladder. As you prepare to start descending the ladder, she's below you. You're above her, so you kind of gotta awkwardly switch places. So you start to switch places, and for a moment, you're there side by side, and she stops and says, I didn't know you had this kind of adventure in you, Mick Reynolds. Uh, and as you hand her the dragon, she leans over and gives you a kiss. Oh, wish fulfilled. <laughs> That's gross. I, I don't... <laughs> you did it, Ryan! <laughs> I, uh... I do in, like, the cartoons where I just, like, slide down the ladder. <laughs> she, uh, she quickly pulls away as well, blushing. Uh, seems like she surprised herself a little bit with that one. But she continues going up, and you slide down. All right. Get down to the bottom, turn around, and I, net filled with a new courage, just walk right towards them. What are you doing with my cousins? Well... And Sammy. <laughs> <laughs> well, it looks like we might be able to make ourselves a little deal. Give me that dragon, and I won't do nothing with your cousins. It's Sammy. Dragon's up there. That is a problem. Looks like you need to get your little girlfriend down here so you can get your buddies back. She's your girlfriend now? Uh, a guy a guy kind of smacks you with the back Ow! of his hand. You're mean. Hey, I've seen these kind of movies that are not appropriate for children. <laughs> well, you know, it's like when I play that one game on my Nintendo where... Everybody jumps all at the same time when the world shakes. You know, guys, yeah. remember when we were playing that game and everyone jumped at the same time when the world shook? Remember yeah, that? I'm jumping. Yeah. <laughs> and and so whenever you like count to three and then everyone does it and it makes everything go all blurry and stuff and then everyone just runs, you know, if I just go like one. What are you talking about? Two, Video games, they don't got nothing three, to do with anything. And we all jump. You all jump. And a massively bright light erupts on the clock tower above. And as the, as the four of you jump together, you, you hit the ground 
and this massive shockwave just ripples from your feet, and all of the goons go flying backwards. They crash into stuff. I told Things you fall to down stop on them. so much, Sammy. <laughs> the, the, polar bear, the polar bear gets knocked out clean, and they, they're just scattered and down. And the four of you land on your feet. Just you feel invigorated, almost. And you look down, and you yourselves are glowing a little bit. Olive. And uh, the goblin kind of sits up with an aching head and says, Ugh, you lot turned out to be quite a bit of trouble, didn't you? Sammy. Throw a snowball in his face. <laughs> you throw a snowball in his face? Yeah. Roll it. Eight. So yeah, you get him. And he just goes down. Shut up. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. Right. I shouldn't be saying that kind of stuff. My mom yells at me when I say those kind of words. That's uh, really mean. You hear a voice, y'all from up on the clock tower. Uh, Ryan, I think you're going to want to see this. Yeah, I'm com- we're coming. Your boyfriend's and coming. And his cousin. <laughs> okay, are you guys all climbing and up? Sammy. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So the four of you climb up now. You're not... No. Jamie, you're staying down? Yep. Okay. You I can still pull see. You up. You get up there. You need to see this. I close my eyes. Or, and oh, yeah. Sam, Sammy, on my back. Okay. <laughs> Wait, me on your back? Oh, hey. Do no, you think you can carry me? <laughs> so the four of you climb up the ladder. You make it to the top of the clock tower, and you can see the whole town from here. And it is just beautiful. And the sun is rising in the east. But before the sunrise, there is something flying through the sky being pulled towards you. Uh, and as it approaches, you can see that this is essentially a carriage being pulled by two adult wish dragons. <gasps> and th- I mean, they're, they're big, uh, serpent-like looking things. Uh, and the, they come towards you and do a circle around the clock tower and come in and land carefully directly in front of you. Wow. Uh, and as they land, Lucky, the baby wish dragon, is just kind of like struggling excitedly to... Go over there. Olive, let him go. Let him go. Uh, she lets go, and he runs over and starts, like, sniffing and, yeah, running around excitedly. Big Dash's parents. This is the best day ever. Out of the carriage steps a man wearing red wizard robes with white trim, a long white beard, and a, and a red pointed wizard hat. And he says, ah, thank you very much for returning this child to my care. Are you going to treat him well? Are you Klaus? I am Klaus, though not many are familiar with that name. The gingerbread man told us. Ah, yes. He is, uh... He he steps aside from the door of the carriage and shows the gingerbread man laying there. And his legs are kind of broken off again. But he he sits up halfway and kind of waves and says, Hello, gentlemen, I survived. Well, that's just the way the cookie crumbles. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) My name is Klaus. It is my duty as the last sorcerer on this world to grant the wishes of those incapable of granting them themselves. My wish dragons are the last breeding pair in existence. Years ago, decades ago, this egg was stolen from me. It was kept in a vault for many years before a notorious goblin boss managed to steal it from there. I believe that young goblin down there is his child. It must have been passed on to him. If this egg had not been returned tonight, this wish dragon would have hatched into the care of an evil goblin. Who knows what kind of damage could have been wrought. Now, of course, young wish dragon's power is unpredictable, hard to control. I imagine it caused you a fair share of difficulties. Oh, yeah. These two are in love now. 
I don't love nobody. Well, <laughs> I am very grateful. If you'll allow me, I would like my wish dragons to look into your hearts and grant you your deepest wish. And the wish dragons kind of turn, the adult ones kind of turn, and like stick out their nose like they want you to touch it. Yeah, Jamie would be like one of the first ones to get there. <laughs> okay, so you go over and touch his nose. Yeah. Uh, you, feel the, you feel this bond in your head, searching your deepest desires, kind of at the core of who you are. And what is Jamie's wish? To see a dragon. Jamie's wish to see a dragon has been fulfilled. And you feel a sense of overwhelming gratitude and fulfillment from your adventure here. What, what happens as you step away? Jamie and Seth starts to cry. <laughs> Tears of joy. Oh, yeah. Well, you look really lame right now. <laughs> <laughs> You're the most confident eight-year-old. <laughs> eight-year-old. I tell you, man, them third graders, they do have confidence. <laughs> Who will be next? Blake will go next. Blake, you go forward and touch the wish dragon's nose. And again, you feel this searching of your soul at the very fiber of who you are. What is it that Blake wishes for? Blake is just wanting to see his younger brother, Jamie, just happy. <laughs> like, he's he's been, oh, he's kind of been growing up and has kind of thought like he's been too old for to hang out with him. But it's like, no, we want to have one last, one more fun time together before high school really starts to go full swing. As the dragon searches you, it shows you sort of the inside of your brother's mind, of Jamie. Uh, it shows you the joy that he felt at experiencing the dragon, at bonding with the young dragon. And you, you, feel, you experience the same sense of fulfillment and joy and know that your wish has come true. I start, like Blake starts, the tears start, starts rolling down his eye. You look really lame right now. <laughs> Sammy, after that, you approach one of the dragons. And you put your hand out, or do you do anything different? Both my hands. Like a basketball. And you feel you feel his mind searching yours, searching the very fiber of your being. What uh, what was Sammy's wish? Sammy wants to be able to uh, get season tickets to the local baseball team. <laughs> That's his deepest yeah. wish yeah. in his heart. Yeah. He is an eight-year-old. And he wishes his brother was here. He is an eight-year-old. <laughs> oh, what? What was the last one? And he wishes his brother was here. See the dragons. Wow. Sammy, as you step back from the dragon, you feel a small hand on the small of your back, and you look down to see your brother Hector behind you, holding season passes to your favorite baseball team. Tim, what is Hector like? Uh, Hector uh, has a uh, big old backpack on uh, and just a very confused look on his face. He's a kind of a shorter goblin. And uh, he just kind of looks around and looks at Sammy. I... Hector, these guys were being really lame. Oh, um, well, I I guess I have these tickets to, to the show. Um, you've been wanting to see this for forever. It's baseball. Baseball tickets. I knew, I knew that. <laughs> the show. The show, yeah, that's... I mean... The show. That's what I call all sporting events. It's just the show. It's okay, Hector. I'm just so glad you're here. Uh, and Sammy and Hector and I'll hug are brothers united at last <laughs> in a hug at dawn, leaving Ryan as the last one to touch the dragon. As you step forward and reach out your hand on the dragon's snout, you feel the probing in your mind reaching into you. It feels warm. It feels bright. Into the very fiber of your being, searching for your wish. 
what is it that Ryan wished for? He looks around as he feels that sensation coming over him, and his hand slides off the dragon's nose. And he turns around and he faces Olive. Olive, this has been a dream come true. I've wanted to talk to you for a long time, and I just haven't been able to. And But I, I think... I think I'm going to have to use my wish and it's not going to be what I want because I have to wish that everyone, including the police down there, forget everything that happened tonight so that we'll all be safe. But that means that we're going to forget about what we went through together. And I just want you to know before I do that, that that I really appreciated everything all the time with you and I just hope that we can find it again sometime. So my wish is that everyone forgets and that we can all be safe back home. Goodbye, Olive. Do you put your hand back on? Yeah. She reaches out and grabs your other hand and puts her hand on the other dragon's nose. And standing there with your hand in hers, she says, You do what you have to do. I'll wish for the both of us. And a bright light emits out... A light that seems to rise with the dawn. It almost encaptures the sunlight that's coming, spreading over the whole town. As the light fades, which seems to take several seconds, it seems to take an eternity, but also seems to happen very quickly. As the light begins to fade, revealing the normal light of dawn, you see the people that you fought, the criminals, you see them all on the ground, being taken away by police cars. It appears whatever happened here They were arrested for it, and the police are none the wiser to your involvement. You see some of the wreckage that you've caused throughout the town to have been restored. You no longer see the dragons. You no longer see Klaus. Just five kids standing up alone as the only five that remember what happened this night. You all return to your homes uh, for Christmas morning. Olive, of course, went to her home, but parted on good terms with Ryan. Clearly, I mean, you, got, you were able to keep your memories. So you have the whole world in front of you. So what is your Christmas Day celebration like? Uh, a little bit of sleeping in. <laughs> <laughs> you get home just in time for breakfast and opening yeah, presents yeah, and you just all yeah. go crash. <laughs> yeah, so wrapping paper everywhere, uh, gifts everywhere, and... Uh, yeah, me drooling at a puddle on the floor. <laughs> I think Jamie gives Blake his present. Blake, here's one more gift. Yeah. And it's this really long, oblong thing. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it's a new bass guitar. <laughs> he just set, sets the guitar down carefully, then just like brings Jamie in for a big hug, just like big bear hug. Like, oh, thank you, Jamie. Here's the best. Maybe one day you can have people to play with. Yeah. Someday, Twins of Stone will be a thing. Yeah. Uh, Ryan, what is... So you've been sleeping in? Yeah, so uh, when I hear the ruckus downstairs, I can't I can't sleep anymore. So I come down, wiping my eyes, wearing my little pajamas, and I sit down, and I say, Merry Christmas, everyone. I just feel like this is a particularly good one. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I feel really lucky right now. And I give him a hug. I want to throw a snowball. 
<laughs> in the house. Yeah. You throw a snowball. You throw, you and you you uh you get in a little bit of a fight. Some snow, some wrapping paper balls. You unwrap presents. There's a lot of food going around. You know, your parents are there, other cousins and stuff. You're you're all there having fun. After a while, later in the morning, the the phone rings and Ryan, your mom, says, uh, "Ryan, it's for you." And it sounds like a girl. Losing girlfriend. Uh, I get up and look a little confused, but I go over to the phone. Yeah, hello? Uh, it's Olive on the other side, and she says, Hey, uh, th- right, this is Ryan, right? Yeah, yeah, hey, Olive. Hey, um, hey, I had a lot of fun last night. Uh, and, well, I think I found some footprints over here that might look like dragon footprints, and I thought maybe you guys would want to come have a look. Uh, we're on our way. I think that's where we'll end it tonight. Yay! Yay. Save Christmas. Yay, that was fun. Christmas was very fun. That was good. So let's go around in closing, and why don't we end by telling everybody what skills we ended the game with. (laughs) So I've been your GM, Seth. I have ended with the same skills I started with, which are mostly just making stuff up on the fly. (laughs) And going around the table, we've got... Nathan, who played Blake McAllister, who could do anything, uh, was good at flying through the air, and is loud. This is Seth, who played Jamie. Jamie! Um, And had looking for things, be begun, be quiet, shot of repelling, stealing police car, and dragon friend. Oh, perfect. The look of fulfillment on your face there was, it was tangible. Priceless. Yeah. yeah. I'm Kyle, and I played Sambu Bumbusnout, and I ended with throwing snowballs, stealing third, sniper, distraction, <laughs> center of attention, and stealing home. And our hearts. Your your lisp has gotten thicker all night, too. <laughs> A puberty. <laughs> <laughs> As an eight-year-old, wowza. Hey, hey bears are different, man. Bears yeah. are different. <laughs> and this is Rhett. I played Ryan McReynolds, and I ended with the ability to do anything, broom fight, <laughs> snow drive, and race in a destruction derby. Well, this has been a lot of fun. Rhett, thank you it for has. joining us. It has. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Thanks for letting me crash for an evening. Uh, it's been great. It has. And Tim. And Tim, yeah, yeah and he Tim. popped in and too. <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, I'm here too. Tim <laughs> <laughs> played uh, the builder Hector Bubblesnout. And what skills did you have, Tim? Uh, well, I started confusion. with zero skills, and at the end, I I ended with hand show ticket. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this is Guaranteed Adventures signing off and wishing you a Merry Christmas. Bye. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to A Christmas Wish. Next week, we will be releasing a special adventures briefing to give you an idea of what to expect next year, as well as a very, very special announcement. So stay tuned and get pumped. We also have a Discord now, so please go over and join us. If you join before January 1st, you will get the guaranteed VIP role. A special thank you to Rhett once again for joining us for the special one-shot. 
He's with somebody that we can rely on and look up to as we've entered into this new space. A special thank you to you all for listening to us and supporting us. The support that we've gotten so far this year is more than we ever could have imagined. We will release the warranty on Thursday, December 28th. Have a happy holidays, a Merry Christmas, and we'll see you next week. If you want to try this power trick, <laughs> I take the the makeup from, from Sammy as we're going down the stairs. Not that good. You find the key. I want to try and get a skill. <laughs> okay, you can roll for it. Four. You don't find the key. <laughs> I got distracted by the cookies. Somebody else found it. What did you find? Found cookies. So, as this happens, you guys gain that skill. Lucky the dragon glows brightly twice. <laughs> oh, oh no. Our lights just went out. Everybody move. <laughs> I was trying to do it earlier. Oh, but it was... Kyle, stop it. That was very ironic timing. Yeah. You couldn't see it, right? But, yeah. Uh, yeah, that worked out really well. Kyle was twerking to get the lights on. <laughs> I was scarred by him, but... Oh, you were. Practicing his distraction. Yeah. Okay. I need to go. Yeah. What's, what's your little oh, yeah. tag thing? Uh, it's... RAR. Yeah, RAR. RAR. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Ryan <Yep. Reynolds. laughs> I mean, I guess there would be an M in there. Rumor? Rumor. Nah, nah. <laughs> he, he steps aside from the door of the carriage and shows the gingerbread man laying there. And he, his legs are kind of broken off again. But he, he sits up halfway and kind of waves and says, Hey, guys, I survived. Oh, wait, sorry. That wasn't his voice. Is Sammy with us? Am I with them still? Yes. Yeah, because you were going to be there for Christmas anyway. I think at the tower, your brother returned to where he was afterward, after the light. <laughs> I did. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. He he's returns. Outie. <laughs> you, no, you're going to keep the tickets. And he will return, like, when you're supposed to today or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I think Jamie gives Blake his present, and he convinced his parents. <clears throat> I should speak in Jamie's voice. So Jamie has... I forgot how high-pitched I was. <laughs> it's gotten I, higher all night. It really has. <laughs> hey. I'm not doing an accent, so I can I can yeah. be consistent with being high pitched. Puberty is no fun. I'm going really high now. <laughs>